hello folks and welcome to another edition of AR-15s on the Firmamental Podcast with Alex and Raul. Gonna, actually this one's gonna be a AR-15 Extended Mag Edition, ain't that right Alex? That's right man, I'm looking forward to this one. Bring the heat. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna bring some uh, additional ammunition to the table today, so we're gonna run a little longer than usual. We'll probably go by anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes and just have some fun. We got a few Subjects that we want to cover with you guys today, but before we get into that, I just want to remind you to rate, subscribe, and follow the podcast on whatever streaming platform you're using. Also, go check out the firmamentalpodcast.com uh, website. Still under construction, but you can go on there and see what we got going on. We do uh, have a donation section in the website. It still needs to get linked up to to an account that it could actually be deposited in. So don't quite do that quite yet, but we will be asking for... Uh, contributions to the show because if you find our material valuable and the time that we spend doing this and we want to bring additional resources to the table and further expand this uh magical stuff that we bring you a couple times a week so uh if you find value in it and you want to contribute to the show show uh we're grateful for uh whatever blessings you give us also i wanted to mention that we have if you notice we have a brand new logo that we've been using i want to shout out Cody paul's from uh, KP Design. She's the one that did the branding for the logo. She did a tremendous job and we absolutely love it. This will be the forever logo for the Firmamental Podcast. So back to the topic and subjects at hand, man. Uh, we're going to do some AR-15s here. Uh, go ahead and uh, say uh, your little introduction to the Firmamentalists out there, Alex. Hey everybody, I also wanted to uh, give uh, Raul a shout out for getting back on social media. He's doing some killer memes, making me laugh all day long on Instagram. And I think you're going to do a TikTok soon too, right? But uh, what, what's the uh, user tag on uh, on Instagram? I don't want to butcher it. So it's just Firmamental. Um, the username is Firmamental5, but it's just, uh, I believe it's just, you just type in Firmamental, it should come up. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, go check us out. I, I have been, uh, I, I've made a couple re- little reels on there. Nothing big, but, uh, I need to get more into doing that. Everybody says that's the way to really build traffic. And also, yes, I've been posting a bunch of memes that I find interesting or some of them just, just silly and funny stuff to make you laugh and other stuff to make you cry. <laughs> For the most part, you're making me laugh all day long. So I, I, you know, I, we take all this stuff with a grain of salt. We, I think you and me do a great job of, of making jokes about these clowns and these freakazoids and their lab coats and their robotic wheelchairs and voices and all these insane characters that we just keep coming across. Like, man, they're almost like uh, James Bond villains, right? It's you, you couldn't write a better movie than some of these clowns. Man, and I just saw Stithead actually sent me a video of Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he's all into the gender fluidity thing. So Mr. Science himself now thinks gender is a fluid thing like get the heck out of here you ain't no real scientist like this guy's a joke jesuit like yeah everybody out there i just want you to know i'm cooking up a sweet ar-15 roast of neil degrasse tyson like and i'm cooking up a sweet stephen hawking in the future too like we're gonna bring him on and we're just gonna roast that clown and neil degrasse tyson like mr ant all these guys they're gonna reveal themselves as anti-science they really are all anti-science and I, I just love what we're doing i i was joking uh with george Hobbs today that you know and if i honestly see us being in a few years just being the mainstream the truth is actually going to be the mainstream and it's just going to be hilarious like all all of us 
are going to be laughing at these clowns trying desperately to cling on to, you know, just whatever lies they can about this, like, fucking radiation that's coming from black holes. Like, man, get that out of your ass. Like, you're a clown. So I like that Klingons, Klingons, you know, like, uh, that's a Star Trek term, Klingon. So you just see them all hanging on to their little space ball by the, you know, by a pubic hair. Yeah, we should draw a little cartoon of that. That'd be pretty funny with all these clowns dangling from a pubic hair of the, the Earth's ball stack. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. You know, like, we're just clowning here. No, but, uh, shout out to my man, Justin. Shout out to my man, Justin, who's, uh, inspired me to go after the Klingons and the Ballastar Galacticas and the Star Trekkies. Like, we're going to take those, those folks down to a, a notch and bring them back down to real science. Stargate, uh, all these Stargate SG-1, and yeah, man. Yeah. So, guess who was in my city today? Who's who's that? Oh, my God, the bumbling, stumbling, geriatric, one and only Alzheimer's riddled, pant-crapping president himself. Oh, <laughs> That man. clown was, uh, was here in my city today, man. Oh, my gosh. Like, you get an autograph? Heck no, dude. I avoided that side of town like it had the Black Plague. Jeez. I would have hired you for security, man. You're a tough dude to have yeah. at least to have you on my uh, side, that'd be pretty cool. Right? I am on I'm on, on I'm on team for momental, baby. Exactly. When I come out when I come to town in uh, in the wintertime, we're gonna have a blast. We'll make some serious episodes come out in real in real time. That'll be pretty cool. Uh, bro, we're we're gonna be bringing the heat like New Mexico chili, that's for sure. So uh today, man, on uh, this extended mag, let's get into it, brother. Um, I'm going to bring some CERN stuff to the table. What you, what you going to have for us? Uh, Hey man, I, I got your back. I got some color commentary. I, like I said, I got some math and physics in my pocket and you know, you lead the way and, uh, I'm just here. I'm just here to learn from you and we'll see what happens. I mean, all, all these topics of discussion, these are breadcrumbs for everybody to go out and, and research and learn more about like, it, it's our, you know, I feel like it's our job just to like, shine some awareness and you know we're not going to spoon feed you everything but it's good it's good to know about certain things right there's a whole bunch of different rabbit holes and i haven't really dug into this one so I, i'm happy just to be on here with you and and learn a little bit about you know what you've been digging in because i know you're a great researcher so you know hit, hit me with some of that good stuff yeah for sure so you know uh just like you said, man, uh, digging into a few things and, uh, CERN is one of these facilities that I think is a major, well, first off, they're a major occult institute. All the scientists that work at this facility are from like the Rockefeller Institute of Science and, you know, they're, uh, definitely, uh, can control the opposition, you know, I, or I, I say they're part of the controllers, I mean. Uh, but you know, this facility, uh, outwardly projects itself as this, you know, uh, exploration science institute that's into, um, astrophysics and all this stuff, you know, and, uh, quantum physics and they're doing all this great research. But yeah, I'm going to get into the history of this place because it's actually got a, a lot of, a lot of dark stuff surrounding it that a lot of people don't know about. So, uh, just to get into it. So CERN is a facility. It's on the, uh, the Franco-Swiss border, so that's the border of France and Switzerland. It is. It was built at the. I don't know if the facility itself or the Hadron Collider was built in 1952, but I know the actual CERN uh, Institute started in 1952. 
Um, the Hadron Collider, though, the Large Hadron Collider that they use wasn't fired up until the fir- for the first time on the 10th of September in 2008 was the first time they actually turned it on. But that's what it is. It's actually a Large Hadron Collider. It's 17, it's a 17 mile long ring of superconducting elect- electromagnets. Um, so back to, to CERN though. So, uh, it's actually some French, uh, the acronym is like in French. But it was the European Nuclear Research Center, and they, uh, but in French, it, the acronym stands for CERN. But what's funny is there's actually, uh, an occult god named Cernunos, and a lot of people say that it's an homage to this, uh, to this, um, Celtic deity, um, well, Celtic devilish deity, deity, um, Cernunos. So CERN is short for Cernunos, which means horn god. And in Celtic, he was the god of death and the underworld. So it's basically just another AKA for Lucifer himself, right? Another roundabout way of paying homage to their master. Um, CERN, uh, that large hadron collider cost about five, almost five billion dollars to, to build. So this was quite an expensive facility for them to, uh, construct. Um, if you go and research, look at their logo, folks. It's also six. Thick, thick than their logo. Oh yeah, and look at that. That's some. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you can actually map it out. And if you even just Google images, uh, certain six 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 logo, and you could see it like plain as day. Like people have traced it out. Like you can see it six 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 in their logo. So they're logo. named after the horned god of the underworld, and they have six 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 in their logo. They're off to a great start, right? Can we start throwing change in that in that coincidence jar? I'm putting the links in the show description. I'm, I'm already doing like my, my other job for the other. So I'm just like hit, hitting it. I'm, you know, Jamie from Rogue. There you go. Yeah. But- so here's where we get into, here's where we get into the fun stuff, right? So this is, uh, there's 21 member states that, that work with CERN, the, uh, facility CERN and they are actually immune to, uh, they have if, diplomatic immunity. Well, so they, they don't answer to anyone really, right? That's all right. Only, yeah, yeah, that's a red flag right there, right? Yeah. Uh, they also, so what they claim is that they're tried, trying to understand how the Big Bang, how the universe was created. So what they're doing is they're smashing subatomic particles at these, uh, super accelerated speeds, like pa- faster than the speed of light, and they're smashing subatomic particles together to create miniature Big Bangs so they can understand how our universe was created. But if you believe in creationism and not the Big Bang and you believe in divine creation, you already know that's false pretense, right? So, but that's what they claim that they're doing. They're trying to understand how the Big Bang was started. So, so it says here, one of their questions is, why is gravity so weak compared to other forces? They're trying to, they're trying to find that out. It's like, well, it's, it's so weak that it's almost negligible. Like it doesn't exist, right, Raul? Yeah, uh, is that is that from CERN's website themselves? Yeah. yeah, I'm actually looking at that right now. It's like, where? Why is gravity so weak compared to other forces? Hmm, hmm. Scra- I'm scratching my chin here right now. It's uh, it's pretty obvious why after uh, all the digging we've done. Yeah, so you know Switzerland. A lot of people know that for the world elites is 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 like a big time playground for the world elites. You know, you've heard of the whole thing about Swiss bank accounts and all this stuff and. And Switzerland, one of the richest nations in the world. And I've heard they have a lot of influence, you know, with the world elites. And there's a lot of weird stuff that goes over there in that part of the world. Like, I don't know if you remember the Gothard Tunnel. We're getting off a little off, sir, but I'm going to get back on track. But 
Go look at the Gothard Tunnel when they unveiled the Gothard Tunnel that runs through the Swiss Alps, which is the longest railway that goes through a mountain. They did a Luciferian ceremony for the unveiling, and there were all these elitists from uh, these powerful European countries and the Swiss prime minister and the French president, and all of them were there. And then you see the people from the town where they were unveiling this this tunnel, and they totally had like these pagans dancing with like fake horns on their head, and they had a they had a ceremony where Lucifer comes out the mountain and it was just like super weird, dude. And it's like all these elites and you see the faces of the people in the crowd, like looking at each other, like, what the heck is this? What's going on? And the elites are just sitting there just eating it up, dude. It's so weird. Go check that video out, dude. Uh, so anyways, back to the subject at hand. So, uh, so they say that they're, you know, they're, they're researching this phenomenon and they're trying to understand how the, how the Big Bang was created and they're trying to, um, you know, figure out how to harness these energies. And, but, uh, there's so much weird stuff surrounding this facility, CERN, and there's so much occult stuff that, that, that they have around their institute. And it's like, if you're strictly a science institute, like, why do you have all this pagan stuff going on? So for instance, they have, Shiva doing the cosmic dance of destruction outside of the facility. They have a statue that was given to them um, from the Indian government, dude. And, uh, you know, Shiva's one of the, the gods from the Triburti, the Hindu religion, and she's the destroyer of our universe. And on in front of their facility, they have Shiva doing the cosmic dance of destruction. So a lot of people theorize and, and conspiracy theorists, uh, uh, say that every time that they turn on CERN and every time they turn on this Hadron Collider, which I believe is they turn it on once a year for a month at a time. I mean, once a year for a month at a time. So they turn it on one time during the year and they, and it runs for a month. I don't know how that works exactly, but every time this thing gets fired up, there's like catastrophic storms, catastrophic events. And, uh, they, a lot of people say that it's also one of the major contributors to changing our reality. And causing the Mandela effect. So that's a, a not, some other weird stuff that you can dig into and look at. But um, I think we're going to do a case code on that in the future, right? Mandela effect. Yeah, dude. I want to. I definitely want to get into some stuff on the Mandela effect. Uh, but you know, so they got all this weird stuff going on. You know, they're named after this horned devil. They're you know their logo six six six. They got Shiva doing the cosmic dance of, of destruction. You know, all their scientists are from the Rockefeller Institute. Like. Dude, just coincidence after coincidence, right? Like, what are these people really up to? So, you know, I really think what they're doing is they're trying to rip an interdimensional gateway and uh, communicate with something because there was a group of uh, students from Portugal that went there and they took some photographs and they found these huge tablets, dude. They were like, uh, they were like, uh, how do they put it? Transparent panels. And they had invocations written on them, and they were just outside the Hadron Collider. And these uh, students were there, like on a on a field trip, right? And they took these pictures of of these huge uh, transparent panels with invocations written on them in the world's foremost ancient languages, uh, which I believe are uh, it's the t the tablets were Hebrew, Aramaic, Sanskrit, and Mandarin, which are some of the world's most uh, oldest languages. So it's like. What are they communicating with? Like, what are they trying to do? And a lot of people theorize that what they're actually trying to do is rip an interdimensional gateway for the fallen angels to come through. Hmm. 
Um, they also have like a, a movie that was made for the facility that they unveiled and it was called Symmetry. And in the film's protagonist for this science institute, you know, they came up and it's got so much like pagan and, and a cultish, uh, symbolism in this movie. And I believe you could watch the whole thing on YouTube. Look up, uh, Symmetry Movie for CERN or Symmetry, uh, that's spelled S-Y-M-M-E-T-R-Y, I believe, Symmetry. Um, but the protagonist, the film's protagonist's name is Lucas. If you research the word, uh, the name Lucas, its etymological roots are mean light bearer, which also we all know who they call the light bearer, right? The, uh, the Luciferians, right? The Lucifer, uh, Lucifer himself is called the light bearer. Right. They believe he's the enlightened one that brought knowledge to humanity. He's the, he, um, got so, their story. Yeah. So that's their protagonist, Lucas, which is an, which is another, uh, you know, offshoot of the name Lucifer. Okay. So, I mean, we're just throwing, we're just throwing coins in that coincidence jar. Like, well, what are these people really up to here? And, uh, yeah, it seems like they're trying to mess with some spiritual stuff. Um, so this is a, a quote from the facilities director, his name, one of the facilities directors, his name was Sergio Bertolucci. And he said this interesting quote, this is, I'm going to read. He said that the large hadron collider could open a doorway to another dimension and out of this doorway might come something or we might send something through it. Like, what is that all about? Uh, that's pretty wild. I mean, think, think about like the, the, uh, the whole purpose of this, uh, institute is to discover the, like what created the Big Bang or to recreate the Big Bang, right? They're trying to prove it. So that like the, the main mission is to disprove God, right? And, but in doing that, they're also trying to open up other dimensions and, and, and push us through. Like it, it, it seems so odd. It's almost like contradictory because if, if you're going to have like dimensions with other beings and, and things like that, you, you, you think that there is like a almost like good and evil angels or, or demons. And, you know, these kinds of things, uh, kind of freak me out. Like the whole portal thing that, that's pretty wild. I mean, we've seen enough crazy movies like, uh, remember Event Horizon where they're on the spaceship and they open up a ga gateway through to hell on the spaceship. And that was terrifying. You know, like I remember yeah. being in the theater, like crapping my pants watching this and like, like I think Lawrence Fishburne was in it. I'm just like, man, get out of there. This is like crazy. <laughs> yeah. They're doing this stuff in real life. And what's weird too is like I said, all these scientists that work there come from the Rockefeller Institute. So, you know, they're deeply embedded and indoctrinated. And it's probably like a lot of these other facilities, you know, everything's very compartmentalized. So some people working there might think they're into innocence and they're into this research institute, but they really don't know the dark secrets behind what they're actually trying to do. You know, on the outward, they present themselves as doing all this phenomenal work in these fields. But, you know, people that study these evil bastards know that they're up to something more than that. Like there's a lot more behind CERN than what they're presenting us, you know. And uh, that's what I wanted to talk about is like, what are some of the possible implications? Like, what are the possible uses for CERN? So they say it could be used as an anti for uh, antimatter weapons can be created by these uh, uh, phenomenons that they're creating called strange lits. I guess they're like uh, some of the world's most. Uh, uh, I think I have it wrote down here in my notes. I wrote down something about uh, strange lits. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, 
they say that it's the most explosive substance known to man. Hmm. Yeah. It's pretty wild. This is the this is the phenomenon that they they've created. So um, possible implications for this could be an antimatter weapon, right? Right. Or particle beam weapons they could use, you know. And what's weird too is that Sir Nunos, that horned god. If you go back and you research him and you look at, he's always uh, shown with, playing with rings. And people say that was like uh, he's the god of the underworld, right? So he was using these rings to like usher spirits from the underworld. You know, they were like like gateways. So, uh, yeah, the antimatter weapon thing, the particle beam weapons, they say that it uh, could be distorting our time. There's a lot of people that theorize it has every time they turn this thing on to it's it's uh, weakening our reality. And people say that it's one of the main culprits behind what's causing the Mandela effect, which we're going to get deeper into on future episodes. Um, they could also be playing with wormholes and trying to bend time. Uh, I didn't really get too deep into this, but, uh, I was reading something that they, they also have something to do with DNA sequencing and human hybrids. Well, so they're, they're into some weird stuff over there. Like, and then of course, like the whole interdimensional gateway, I, I really believe what they're trying to do is rip the veil that God has that separates, you know, the, uh, you know, we, these, forces haven't been completely unleashed yet and i think they're trying to usher them into our world that's just what i think so it's like it's like it's like a crazy it's like a giant yeah it's like a giant scientific ouija board that they're trying to summon these fallen spirits through yeah i mean i've heard of like frequency type uh weaponry systems that they they've used um where you can actually target like a, a certain frequency that can like go right through you and it you know like it basically can cook you right like just because like think about microwaves. If you could actually like, you know, harness that or whatever with like uh, those G G five shockwaves. There's already like military grade shockwave type weaponry, and then now we're gonna like have some kind of antimatter type cannons. It's almost like Iron Man, right? Like a in, like a you know proton accelerator that's getting shot at you, and you. Think, but think about that. That's futuristic type weaponry, and I mean, I don't see the good that could come out of this, right? Like what. You know, what, what, what possible good can come from developing these types of things, right? It's, to me, this is probably worse than like nuclear technology. Oh, definitely, man. They're, they're, they're messing with, uh, they're messing with some dark stuff here. They're messing with dark matter. Uh, these are all occultists that are backing this institution. I mean, just look at the symbolism that they use around their facility. We know they're in the, this is this is a very dark institute and it's something that's they need to be exposed and what's even scarier is that now uh china's trying to build their own large hadron collider and they say they're making it twice as big as CERN. i don't know if they i don't think it's successfully been built yet but supposedly uh, china has a huge project underway where they themselves are are, are building a large hadron collider it's supposed to be twice the size of CERN. so i mean this could be the future of uh you know it definitely uh military industrial complex implications right well think about it if i wanted to shoot somebody with uh with a gun obviously then there's a bunch of blood and there's a bunch of body that i have to dispose of this is an issue right but if i shoot you with an antimatter gun and you just disappear like uh our friend epstein or you know giselle maxwell like or hitler like all these people just disappeared in <laughs> right 
And we think that they're... Oh, uh, Osama bin Laden's another one. Right, Osama bin Laden. Oh, yeah, we got him for sure. Whatever. It's like... Yeah, they said that they threw him off the helicopter, right? Because they didn't want the, the Muslim people building a shrine to him. It's like, dude, we want to see the physical evidence that this dude is dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see the autopsy, like, live on television. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, but think about that. You strap you strap this onto a drone. You fly that drone into a, an area. You can take out anybody, and then the body's gone instantly. Like anti anti matter type thing technology. There's just like no trace gone. Like think about the implications of that. That's that's unreal. Well, what they're trying to do is what I was reading is that so when they smash these subatomic particles at these accelerated speeds, and they're creating like all this energy. They're trying to capture that energy and, 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 and find a way to harness it and encapsulate it somehow. I don't know how that works. I'm not yeah. a scientist. So that we could all look to the arm like, one day? I doubt it. Yeah, no, I do. This thing sucks energy. Like, CERN sucks energy from the world. That's what I believe. You know, so, uh, that's my conclusion of, of this facility, CERN, man. Like, that's some, that's some dark stuff going on over there. And I think that's really what it comes down to. Is that they're, uh, you know, it's it's false pretense, man. Like I don't believe in the Big Bang. Like that's bullcrap, man. I'm, you know, I know God's real, and we were divinely created. So they're basically, they're basically, uh, this is a way uh, that the fallen angels are using uh, these occultists to wage war against God. Right. One of their. This is one of their institutes. It's like. It's like it has Babylonian implications. Right. They're creating the opposite of God. They're they're creating the destructor. Like, cre like what's the opposite of creation, right? Destruction. And that's what they're, it looks like that's what they're trying to create, antimatter. The, like, the opposite of creation. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, man, like, uh, why have a mess when we could just vaporize everybody and get rid of them? Yeah, yeah. Geneva, Switzerland. I've never been there. I've been to Zurich, Switzerland. That's a beautiful place. It's expensive, like you wouldn't believe. We're going to need some big donations if we want to go back there and research this. <laughs> yeah, Switzerland is, uh, I'm, I'm, it, it's a beautiful country. I've never been there, but just from the photographs and stuff and those, you know, the Swiss Alps, like what a, what an amazing place, you know? Yeah. And one of the richest countries in the world. I took my daughters there and it cost me $700 to go on the gondola to the top of this mountain. And it was me and a bunch of people from India because I found out after, after the fact that, uh, they filmed the most popular Bollywood movie ever in, in Switzerland. And then all these people from India were going to go see where this movie was filmed. So it was me and my family and a bunch of people from India. So fun fact. It's pretty wild up there. Beautiful. Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. You've got to do some pretty cool things in your life. So uh, go ahead, man, and hit me with what you got today for us. Well, I, don't know. Well, I mean, we're we're still working on this thing here. It's uh, I I just can't believe what you've introduced me to. I mean, this is this right here is a, a very interesting rabbit hole. Like I love quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and when I was in university, uh, I did about two years of physics in university and. We got in, we got into this kind of stuff and it's, it's pretty cool. But man, it, I mean, it, it's been probably 20 years since I've been there. So this is going to be a cool read. Obviously, they're not showing us everything on this website. So, you know, you and me are going to have to do some digging on the side and, and figure out what else is going on there. It'd be cool to, cool to hit up maybe even some interviews of people who have been there. 
Um, I know Dan Brown wrote something about digital, uh, it was Digital Fortress. I haven't read that book in a while. Dan Brown always writes about these types of facilities and, and, and things like that. And it would be cool to actually find some fiction books that contain this, you know, that would be kind of a neat thing to, to read about because, I mean, they always put the, you know, the, the real thing into the plot, right? Like it would be neat to find a fiction book with CERN in it as the, as the location and have somebody breaking in there or what I'm sure there's some stories about this kind of stuff, right? So they can. Oh yeah. They had, they had, they definitely have Hollywood movies with uh, science institutes like this and, and they're uh, programming us for future events. You know, they do that through Hollywood. They get us to subliminally accept these things and this magic that they're trying to pull off on humanity. You know, like George Hobbs always says, magic with a K. And talking about that, man, last night I listened to the last uh, Fact Hunter episode and he actually uploaded it to Flat Earth Files as well. But he's got an interview with John Kerwin that I, I highly recommend everybody go and listen to that. Uh, and he is, this man is like, wow, I was blown away by this episode. I actually got blasted by the Holy Spirit listening to it because... He was quoting scriptures that I had just read and he like specifically quoted a portion of the book of Enoch that I had just read. And I was like, there is no way that this is like all the scriptures and all the things like it just happens to be talking about these same things that I was just researching. And he's talking big like this guy has a lot of knowledge and he's writing a whole book about like the Mandela effect. And what's cool, he's an on he started an online church specifically for truth seekers. And it's a Christian church for people who've been ostracized from their from their church communities because they're into the truth community and when they try to talk to people they say oh we don't talk about that you know and he's like no we need to be talking about this stuff so he started a church for truth seekers and this guy's writing books about the mandela effect so i uh actually hit up george like right after i was in that episode and i was telling him how oh my gosh i was just blown away and i think possibly the mandela effect could be I don't know if it's as big of conspiracy as flat earth and that big of a revelation and, you know, uh, uncovering a conspiratorial plot. But I think possibly like the Mandela effect is huge and they're altering our reality. And he was reading scriptures where he was, sh he was showing and it was like the book of Enoch and it was like chapter 80 verse two. And it talks about how Lucifer was given free reign by God to alter our reality. And I don't know if it's a test from God, but it's like, you know, we need to pledge our allegiance and we need not to, to fall to these falsehoods of the, the grand deceiver. And, uh, so a little bit of, uh, you know, I'm going to have a, a little bit of leak of information, but I actually reached out to John Kerwin right away and he hit me back almost immediately and he gave me his phone number and I talked to him last night and guess what? He's going to be a guest on Firmamental. So prepare for this Firmamentalist. This guy is going to bring the goods. And he's really going to get deep into Mandela effect. And I'm going to ask him what he knows about this facility, because I'm sure he can tie in some of the stuff that they're doing to the Mandela effect. I think it's really important to shine a light on on these subjects. Like what, what we're doing right now is I think it's so important because I talk to a lot of people day in and day out. And I would say 99 percent of people have no idea what you and me are talking about most of the time. Like CERN, even CERN, I was just like, oh, wow, I thought I've heard about this many years ago, but for you to shine some light on it, cool. It might not be for everybody to dig into, but.
but some people might find physics fascinating or, or, or figure out like trying to dig more into the science aspect of why are they trying so hard to disprove God and, and disprove creation? Like to me, that's an interesting rabbit hole, not for everybody, but I know that for certain people, once they hear this, uh, it will spark something and, and they will go towards it. And I, I think it's really important for us to have these kinds of conversations. Yeah, I'd actually like to maybe put something in the poll for this episode and ask people like just the very generic, you know, how many of you are actually aware of even the facilities turn? Like, I think there's a lot of people in the truth community who are aware of it, but I think there's a lot of people in the truth community who haven't really looked into this one. So it's one that we definitely want to dig on a little more in the future. Did you, uh, I don't know if I missed you talking about this while I was digging on the website, but did you mention anything about, uh, natural weather phenomenons or earthquakes or anything like that happening when they fire this thing up? I think you did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, every time that they, they fired this thing up, there's been like catastrophic storms that have happened in different locations around the world, like, uh, hurricanes, typhoons, earthquakes, like huge natural disasters every time they fire this thing up. Okay. And there's more than uh, one Hadron Collider. Um, I believe there's another one in um, in Tennessee here in America. Oh, really? I don't know the name of it, but yeah, there's there's Hadron Colliders here in America, but they're not as big as, as CERN. CERN is uh, pretty pretty huge. Okay, and and hopefully they're powered with wind and solar, right? Because you want it to be green energy. Yeah, exactly. Just like they're telling you to turn off your air conditioner to, to conserve electricity and, and help save the power grid, but they all want us driving electric cars. Right, exactly. I mean, me being an electrician, I remember back in uh, 2007, our VP, like our vice president, was warning us that our, our generation was huge. We had like probably four or 5,000 megawatts of generation, just water. That's how many big rivers we had back where, back where I'm from originally. And he was saying that they could see the, like the implications of more computers, more, you know, like, I, I think he was even talking about electric cars and already at that time, back in 2008. And, and we were just like, oh man, this guy's such a doomsdayer and it's never going to be that bad. And, Holy smokes, man. Was he ever right? And that, that was with a company that had like excess, excess power. Like we had 80% excess to like, like to, uh, sell to America. So it was actually going to hurt our bottom line by not being able to export more because of, you know, the, you know, the demand and this, like the supply and the demand just wasn't there. Like the demand just keeps growing and growing and growing. Like I don't know where, how it is where you are. If there's a lot of housing, if there's a lot more people now, but the more that they pretend to try and get away from oil and gas and just go like solar and, and wind, the more catastrophic this whole thing is going to be. And even when I was talking to George about, um, uh, episode, what was it? 150 with the Unabomber when they read the manifesto and how catastrophic, like if you and me lost the internet tomorrow, how catastrophic would that be to our lives? Right. Well, I mean, everybody's relying on this stuff. I remember back in 2000 with Y2K, everybody thought the world was going to end. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and then the whole thing, dude, the whole global warming thing and this whole farce of like, you know, uh, I believe oil is a renewable energy and they, they call it fossil fuels, but really it's like dead plant matter. 
and it's actually this abundant resource, but they, they lie to us and tell us that we're always in this crisis shortage so they can hike up the prices yeah. because they control the markets, right? And then, and, and they, and, and, and the thing is too, is you got to think about this. They want us, you know, all using electric vehicles. Well, what, what is this thing with electric vehicles? Have you seen how much these batteries cost or these battery systems of these vehicles cost if they go down? And these are made from some of the most precious like minerals in the world. And they have to go to these third world countries to mine them. And, and, and I think Africa and South America are some of the most uh, rich places in some of these uh, materials like lithium. And have you seen the damage that lithium mines do to the earth? Oh, and what are you going to do with all these batteries? Like, well, you can't just recycle them. You can't just destroy them. What are you going to just burn them in our environment? That's worse than fossil fuels and carbon emissions. Then the, so it's this, just, wait, just burn them with all the tires? Just throw the batteries in there with all the burning tires? <laughs> It's, it's all just—it's—it's it's ridiculous that people just think this is the answer to everything. It's just—it's their agenda, and really, the, they want us driving electric vehicles so they can just uh, shut us down. They want to be able to shut you down, you know. I, I, I would say, or more, have you driving a self-driving vehicle because you're a conspiracy theorist, Alex, and will just drive you off a cliff, right? I, I was a big Tesla fan until I saw on the news that one guy didn't pay his like bill. Is like Tesla bill. He didn't pay for his car, so they just shut the car off. That was it. And I'm like, holy yeah, crap! Yeah. Like that's not even the government. That's like Tesla. So imagine yeah, if the government, if, imagine if the government gets the keys to your car and can control when you drive and how far you drive and like exactly, dude. Imagine they 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 impose another pan pandemic on us, right? And then they tell you, oh, you can't leave your city, town, or state, and they. You know, once you reach a certain point, they just shut your car off or whatever. Like that's, it's all about control. Everything about them is about control. I mean, even get into the conspiracy. Remember the guy that created that, uh, the water powered car and then he ended yeah. up getting poisoned in that cafe. For sure. Like, uh, these people are sick. They're demented. And like people think, oh, like wind and solar, that's the answer. Like, have you seen like what wind farms do? They kill like whole species of birds. You think like when we start messing with mother nature? Like, and uh, all these species of birds start, start dying because they're running into these wind farms. Like, you don't think that's going to infect our environment? Like, right. yeah, man, it's it, exactly like one of the first things I did during the pandemic. I don't know. This is going to sound funny, but my wife and I, we panicked and we didn't have any wine. So we just drove like <laughs> eight hours to like in Canada. We live pretty close to like our Napa Valley and we drove there with our kids and like I picked up as much wine as I could and I threw it in the, in the, in the back of our SUV, we got like two or three cases of wine and the kids were all pumped because they got to be on their iPads all day. And my dad's like, what are you doing? You're all going to die. I'm like, dad, how are we, we going to die in our car? Like the most dangerous thing I'm doing is uh, like pumping my own gas and, and taking a crap in a ditch, you know, like how am I going to die from that? <laughs> Dude, I, I remember seeing people during the pandemic. I saw a lady one day, we were driving down the freeway here in Albuquerque. And I swear she was wearing like Dexter's Laboratories mom gloves. She had like a PPE suit on. She had like three masks on and a visor. And she was in her vehicle by herself. It's like, dude, you're that scared. Why'd you even leave your house? Oh. Like people were so freaking shook. And it was funny because like, uh, I got to give a shout out to my old lady, dude. But, uh, Gabby one day, you know, we were, we were driving and this guy was wearing a mask in a car by himself and she just cracked this joke and I, I'll never forget it, dude. But she says, I wonder if he masturbates with a condom on as well. 
<laughs> oh man, my my highlight because I'm a motorcyclist. My highlight was seeing a guy on a motorcycle, a, like open shell helmet, just like the the dome, and uh, he had a like one of those just crappy like medical masks on while he was riding his motorcycle. I'm like, dude, like you can't, like you just can't do. I'm forever scarred at how big of a vagina that guy had. <laughs> how big of a vagina, mangina. Uh, dude, I mean, the whole space diaper thing, bro, like, I'll never strap one of those things on my face, dude. I, I think I maybe did it a couple times. I was like, screw this. And I, dude, every place that I went, like, but nobody would say anything to me. I guess I, I, I'm a kind of, I, I'm like a scary looking dude or something, I guess, because nobody ever said anything to me. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Hey, man. So, uh, I thought you're going to hit us with some extended mag material, though. That's for the next episode. This was your episode, bro. Oh, man. So this is an extended mag. Yeah, that's it, man. We got that's forty. That's almost forty-five minutes already. Oh wow, time flew by, dude. Yeah, what was great at a cuckoo's nest. Hey, man. Anytime we get together, we're having a blast, right? Like you and me could kill three hours pretty easy. Right on. Well, uh, thanks for joining us in this edition of Firmamental Podcast. Peace out to all you firmamentalists out there, and remember, protect your dome. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>